0: Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you're welcome to this channel. A happy Sunday to all of you. Look in the description box to see what today's video is about. Check the three dots menu at the top and adjust the resolution to 720 or 1080p or even 480. Whatever is the highest that your device, your smartphone or your tablet or your laptop, can manage or check along the bottom row until you see the cog icon, click that, look for the word quality, and then adjust the picture to something higher. I hope that each and every one of you are doing well in our Lord and our salvation, Jesus Christ. I pray that these messages are edifying you, no matter the content, no matter the severity. Um, for my life, no matter the severity and no matter the content of the messages that the Lord Jesus Christ is giving me to share with the body of Christ. I am doing my best to share them faithfully, but I'm also spending time in the presence of the Lord to press these things through my heart, press them through my mind and my understanding, and just asking God for the necessary peace that I need to be able um, to carry, weight of the work that he's given me i ask him for courage um i ask him to show show me love i ask him to shed his love abroad on me and i have to say god has been faithful in this regard this is why um, it is very rare for me as much as these messages are so grave it is very rare for me to have a downcast countenance simply because although i know these things are serious they're they're sometimes scary honestly especially when I'm seeing certain aspects of certain things that don't fall within the natural dimension, which is our daily lives and the things that we are used to. But um, I draw from the friendship that I have with the Lord Jesus. That friendship is the reason why celestial me, um, I'm happy to be alive, brothers and sisters. I am. I think that it is momentous, And I even find it somewhat of a privilege to be alive in these times and hearing the types of things that I hear from the Father. So we're in the America series. Let me just get my trusty companion here. We're in the America series. We're still looking at prophecies, specifically dealing with the nation of America. Um, I have to ask, if you're new to the ministry, um, Just a little background about myself. You know, I'm a Bible-believing Christian. I totally and emphatically and 100% am sold out to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Heavenly Father, Yah, and the Holy Spirit. I believe and place the Bible as um, the be all and end all, the definitive book on human, human life, human creation, human understanding, God is my Lord and my Savior is Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is my teacher. And um, it's been almost two years now that the Lord commissioned me to start this work. He gave it the name, the Master's Voice. I was going to call it something else, and he did not say a thing for about two months when I was thinking about that name. And then one day in my sleep, he said, it's time for you to start this work. It's time for you to actually put it online, and you are not going to call it what you named it this will be the name of the blog and the tagline will be this so the blog is called the master's voice and the tagline is so fitting it's called hear the words of the lord and on this blog i have uploaded and i continue to upload from my archives which means from the year 2012 which is when the lord began speaking to me up till now january 2021 new and archival things that the Lord Jesus has said to me concerning the future of humanity, what things shall be. Now, on this blog, we look at a myriad of things. There's a wide range of things, but primarily the nation of America is central and key. And why is this? I think that this is because this is the pivotal nation in the end times. The United States love it or hate it, is a nation that the entire world revolves around at the moment. But what God has to say about this nation deals not only with how this nation is right now, but God is actively speaking to the nation of the United States about her future in the years, the months, the weeks that will come, as well as God is very clear to give reasons to America as to why the types of prophecy that is coming forth about her is coming forth about her there's a lot of people who get very offended and angry at me this has been my experience for so long that i have to say that in order to keep my job i can't afford to let people's vitriol their upset their anger or whatever it is that they need to cope concerning their shock their upset their disbelief or their i don't know their different forms of reactions to the things that the lord has given me to say heavy things serious things i can't allow those things to shift me otherwise i will not be able to do a good job for the person that i am doing this job for so the united states doesn't appear in the scriptures anywhere as the united states there are quite a few nations mentioned in our book you know nations like cush and um nations like persia and when we When we translate those nations into modern times, we know what those nations are. But many people refuse to believe the weight of prophecy that is coming into the earth today through messengers like myself and several others that you may know about that you may be even actively engaging with and following now. They refuse to believe because they feel it doesn't say America anywhere. But to this one messenger on this one channel, I've already said that God has made it abundantly clear. And he said that he has opened the end times mystery of who the nation or the city, which is another word that can be used for nation in the biblical script, is called Mystery Babylon. Mystery Babylon is none other than the United States. So from 2012, 2013, 2014, years that I was engaged actively in secular study, the Lord began to speak to me about this nation called Babylon. And he would call American presidents' names, he would call American leaders' names, he would show them to me and he would say, the king of Babylon, or this prince, of Babylon, and he calls them princes when he's talking about people who are in government. And the things that the Lord began to show me were shocking. They were shocking, they were provocative, they were things that I had never, brothers and sisters, given uh, much thought to. I shared in a recent post um, concerning the end times, meaning the end, end, end days. I was sharing a little bit of my personal history, my personal story in there and saying that had not the Lord come into what I will call traditional Christianity, had not the Lord come into orthodox Christianity, which tends to be a little boxy. If I'm honest, we have do's and don't do's and those things come from the word, but they all mixed in with traditionalism. They're mixed in with the thoughts of man had not the lord decided to come into that and get me sort of like a female apostle paul um i would have no clue of the wider influence of christianity outside of traditional christianity i would have no idea about many of the things that are affecting the church today affecting the world at large and will affect every living and breathing things i'm talking about the animals i'm talking about the plant life i'm talking about us as humanity and yes i am talking about other things that inhabit and share this planet with us that we are not openly aware of and concerning which there are active programs and processes to keep us in an, in a in a sleeping state in an unaware state about the fact that um, there are other things juxtaposed with human beings um, sort of like this like a puzzle piece we are existing now at this time with other things but these things are not being made known to us but God, in his sovereign wisdom, for no other reason than the fact that it was his sovereign grace decided to pick this one person and begin to unveil things of the end. And when I say decided to pick brothers and sisters, that's another way of saying that God always knew that he was going to pick Celestial. He said things to me that I'm not going to share here that made me know that before God formed me in the womb, he already had a call and a work for me. And so without further ado, we continue with the America series. Today we're looking at um, a prophecy that kind of stuck out to me because of one, one little saying in it. And I thought this, if I make one video today, this has to be the one. So it's called Light It Up. And I received this on the 2nd of September, 2020. So... Um, this prophecy is verbatim things that the Lord dictated to me, and I saw images. I will try to describe the images. There weren't that many, but the funny thing about these prophecies is that whenever I go back and read them, it's so weird. I see the same things. I see the same things. So let us hear what the Lord has to say. This was loosely based around the chapter of Jeremiah 4, so you would do well to read that chapter. Please, please always use the Bible when you watch these videos. So many people just watch videos and whatever the videographer says, Jesus is coming on Tuesday and the rapture is next Monday. Whatever that person says, there are different reactions that people have to it. They they either take it at face value and they write, oh hallelujah, thank the Lord he's coming. Or they write, um, I don't believe in date setting or they write lots of, lots of things in the comments. But brothers and sisters, Let's just be honest, it's your responsibility as a child of God to get familiar with your Bible and whatever you hear someone saying, prophecy is not judged by how you feel. The prophetic word of God is not judged. It cannot be adequately judged by the human heart. Why? Because the human heart is like the sea. It moves this way and that way. It's full of emotions. It's full of thoughts. It's shaped by your status. It's shaped by your background. It's shaped by your ancient experience and your more recent experiences. And as a result of that, there are far too many variables in a person's heart to be able to adequately judge the word of God much less the prophetic word of God. There is only one person who can judge a prophetic word accurately, and that is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the filter by which we discern spirits. The Holy Spirit is the filter by which we can say rightly, because he is a right judging spirit. This is of God, and this is not of God. So when you hear the prophetic word of God, there's so many people that go, "Mm, that doesn't sit right with me. Uh, No offense, what sits right with you is absolutely irrelevant. You are not a faithful measure of the prophetic word. The spirit of God dwelling with you and within you is the one who judges prophecy. And you can only find the spirit of God by communing with him regularly through his word. The spirit increases as you spend your time soaking, marinating, gobbling, and eating the word of God. It's almost like building up layers within yourself. It's almost like building up uh, bricks and it's like building up different levels of netting. And when you have the bricks of scripture in you and many layers of netting of the Spirit of God in you, when anything comes, it has to go through the netting and then filter through the bricks. And whatever you get down in the seat of the soul after that, the Spirit of God will talk to you and let you know. This is indeed from me or I have no part of this. So let the Holy Spirit rightly judge whatever you hear, whatever you're reading, wherever you're hearing it or wherever you're reading it. And I feel that you will be safer in these end times. Because God is constantly saying on this channel that don't let liars snatch your soul. They will snatch your soul. And it's very easy to have your soul snatched if people are saying things you want to hear. That's why the scripture talks about those who are carried away to perdition and destruction because of their itching ears, listening to false prophets and listening to false teachers. There are people now who are probably as silent as crickets as we are going into America's shifting times. Why? Because they were out there prophesying that prophesying that the current leader of the United States was going to have four more glorious years. They were prophesying that it's going to be a this and this and a that. And now crickets, absolute crickets. It's just a garden symphony of crickets. They've written books about how glorious um, the next few years were going to be. And now the nation is up in arms, ripping herself at her own throat, exactly as God said. And all those who put their trust in those things are devastated Brothers and sisters, if we're at the end of time, if we are coming to the end of all things man, so we can give way to the beginning of all things Christ, where nobody's going to get old and nobody's going to be hurt anymore, then I would say we're in a a totally, we're in a transition point and it's unwise to allow your affections and your heart to be carried away By people who lie. September 2nd. Light it up. The nation is about to be ignited. Like a firecracker. Like smoke rising from a foundry fire. A foundry is a place where they work metal. So there's always smoke in those places. The Lord says, I will light up the nation of the United States until her fires are reflected in the heavens. Now, if you remember, there was a recent prophecy that I brought concerning the current president, uh, President Donald Trump. It's called Ezekiel 13. And and in that prophecy, I said that I saw fires burning in America that were so great and that were so spread out that the the very heavens above had turned red, not because the sky itself was red, but because the fires on earth were reflecting at the bottom of the clouds The Lord says, great was this nation's beginning, and great was the mercy, the justice, and the liberty that she had for all. She was famous for these things, but he says it was because of him. He says, because of me. America, you were great because of me, but now you are a harlot, a prostitute, and a whore. Now, there are people who take great offense to this and say, oh, this is such strong language, but brothers and sisters, please, let's not be disingenuous. This is biblical language. In biblical, in, the, in biblical history, God has called the nation of Israel, who he says is his special and chosen portion. He has called them a whore, a harlot, a prostitute so many times and with good reason. When you use this word, not the word a sex worker, which we have now taken to add nobility to this so-called profession, that can never be noble you're selling your physical body for money. Whatever the circumstances that have driven you to that point, it will never be noble. And if you allow people to lie to you and relabel it so as to afford it some kind of dignity, that is absolutely absent of it because of its very nature. You are deceived. A prostitute, a harlot, a whore is a woman who not only sells her physical body in exchange for resources, at its deeper core, it's indicative of a person whose affections can never be loyal. And when the Lord uses this kind of language, it's not because America is actually selling her physical body to Israel or Germany or whoever. God is saying that this nation is an intensely disloyal nation. This is a nation who will respond in almost a sexual frenzy to whoever is the highest bidder. And we cannot be disingenuous. We all know that's exactly what she is. America would sell her own mother if she had one for money. So the Lord says, I will purge you with scourging, which is fierce and energetic whipping. I will burn you with fire. From coast to coast, there will be fires in America. From sea to shining sea. I will light it up, as the war dogs say. I will light up the powder keg and watch it blow sky high. Now we all know that a powder keg from the old days when people were fighting wars, they didn't have, um, whatever it is that makes a gun work, I don't know what that is, but they used to poke powder in there with the bullets and then they would do something with a little stick, I don't know what that is, and then the the gun would go. So uh, that's what he's talking about and he's basically saying that the nation will be a boiling pot of tension and trials and personal challenges and the people of America will be the meat in that pot. Now when you put meat in a pot it's raw and the tendons and the ligaments are really tough, the flesh is tough, but with boiling it softens and we talked about softening in a recent video. And how the people of this nation, instead of softening and turning to repentance, did not, they became hard and they became increasingly atheistic. So the Lord says, America will be a boiling pot and her people will be the meat. And they will be boiled by the tensions and the trials and the personal challenges of the day until they become weak and tender. There will be racial tension to the point of fighting and killing in the streets. Armed militias will arise based on racial grounds and also political grounds. Your country will split down the middle. Your flag will be torn apart as your people develop hatred for one another. So this was in two prophecies recently talking about civil war and how civil war will come about. I think one is called War Is Coming and the other one is what, whatever video is next to the one called War Is Coming. Those two videos were talking about the rise of armed forces, some of which would come up and be sons of freedom, but some of which would arise based on racial grounds. So God said that people are going to start to lose their lives again based on racial tensions and there will be murder and killing because of skin color and hatred that arises from that. The Lord also says that strong political rhetoric will come from the, from the pulpit there will be so much political chatter in the nation that even the church will tune into that frequency and begin to parrot personal opinions as prophecy. Watch for the liars. Do not let them devour your souls. And that is what I sort of said at the beginning of this video that you cannot allow your love for a political party or for or a political person or partisanship to corrupt your Christianity. Brothers and sisters, hear the words of wisdom. Christianity is by nature a spiritual undertaking. There are no political parties in the kingdom that the Lord Jesus Christ is preparing you for. There are no donkey parties, no owl parties, no eagle parties, no no elephant parties. There's nothing. There's only one lordship, one rulership, and that is Christ Jesus who will be president and everyone else can suck lemons there are no there is no voting no elections nothing where god is it's a theocracy and god's name is theo heaven is heaven and you will not take these views with you so it is extremely important that whatever it is that you feel like aligning yourself with here on earth You cannot allow those things to overshadow how you see God, how you see end-time events, how you see the rise and fall of nations, and how you see the end times. You will make important, critical, essential, and very painful mistakes if you do this. This is just a thought. The Lord says to his remnant, If you wish to be mine, you must repent, for I am God Almighty, your protector, an eagle under whose wings you can hide. That's from Psalm 91, verse four. Cleanse your garments and repent of your sins. Stop quarreling among yourselves over doctrine. Stop giving the enemy a foothold. Forgive those who have wronged you and repent of your hidden sins, which nobody knows about. Present yourselves for inspection. Let me show you where you've gone wrong. By this, you will cleanse your secret faults and then become a vessel fit for honor, a prized jar in the master's house. Hmm. America will burn. I will tenderize her with heat until she remembers her maker. She will relent and cry out with the repentance that she refused to give me willingly when I asked for it, her children will cry with her. Indeed, the little ones will come unto me. As I have said, a great cry, mourning, and a wail will go up from the cities. Starvation, hunger, lack, and a weeping for their children. My brothers and sisters, this is particularly grave, extremely sad. Um, I have another prophecy on the blog. It's called Sepulchres, And in that prophecy, the Lord showed me, quite frankly and flatly, diminutive coffins, which are just small little boxes in which you bury children, because children are too small to be buried in adult coffins. And I've said in several other prophecies that the Lord will not take the approach that, for instance, such institutions as the Catholic Church have lied to people for centuries. Yes, I will say it boldly. They lie. They lie about so much. And this is why I know for a fact based on visions that I have openly posted on the Master's voice, that that institution, the institution of the Jesuits, and any that follow those orders, you can be offended. May the Lord help you. It does not move me in any way. I will not change what God has given me to make people out there happy. I will be faithful to what I have been shown, and I will say it, and so be it. I'll stare at you, you stare at me, we leave it like that. These institutions are not Christian institutions. They have a form of godliness and that God is not even, I would venture to say, the God that we worship in the genuine, true Christian faith. They teach in those institutions that children cannot be held accountable for doing wrong that there's an age of accountability all types of heretical stuff that you cannot find in the bible from genesis to revelation even with the loosest possible interpretations the lord god has said brothers and sisters that if you are raising your children and your children are hell raisers your children are not being raised in accordance with bible principle he will hold them responsible As long as they understand the difference between right and wrong, which is the reason that Adam and Eve were judged of sin, they came into the knowledge of good and evil, right and wrong, your children will definitely be judged. I'm not saying this because I'm a woman without children. I'm saying this because this is what the Lord has said. And if I hide it from you, I will have to answer to the Lord for it later. Celestial, why did you keep back this portion? And I'm not going to bear any of that on my head. So part of it is that children will come into judgment. But another part, a greater and a much more sorrowful part, is simply because of lack and suffering that will come to this world and to this nation in particular. Children are not able to bear this. Children are not able to bear hunger. They're not able to bear being exposed to the elements. They're not able to bear being told to maybe, I don't know, hide in the bushes for 10 hours by their parents. They're not able to, be, to bear being outside in the cold, in the wet. They're fragile, they're small, and that's why we as adults are tasked with their protection. And so the Lord says that many children will come unto him, which means to go home. This is not to go home through the rapture or through any spiritual carrying away by angels. This is just to go home the old-fashioned way. And the Lord said that there will be a horrible cry that rises from this nation when that happens. Famine will grip this land. Watch this nation receive foreign aids. Foreign aid, sorry. Watch Americans shown on TV as people who need foreign checks, who need aid money, and who need donations. You will crash from your pedestal and become beggars for bread. Proud nation. Hear this word and this is what this is what motivated me to make this prophecy today. Hear this word for only a dollar a day you can help an American. Brothers and sisters, this sentence the Lord gave me this sentence in September, early September, the 2nd of September 2020. This was months before they had reached any resolution on what the second stimulus check would be. They cut the stimulus check in half. Instead of being 1200 they decided on 600 Within a few days, a gentleman on Twitter, I don't know his name, in disgust, made this sentence, and it has become a famous meme in the USA. He divided the stimulus check by 30 days, and he got $1.64. $1.64. So he he wrote down $1.64 and then he made this meme and it says, for just $1.64 a day, you can feed an American. Yet the Lord gave this sentence at least five months ago. For only a dollar a day, you can help an American. This is why the Lord says in the scripture, Now I tell you before it come, so that when it comes, you can know I am He. I always say on this blog that only Christ knows the future and God is the ultimate secret revealer. The Lord says, I will do these things. You will beg for bread. You will beg for peace. Proud nation. In the end, all you have refused to do, you will do. And you will beg for me. I will light it up. I will set it on fire. The troops are coming and they will handle the rest. That is all for now. So that's often how God will end a prophetic word because he's talking to me alone at that time, not to all of us. He will say, Celestial, write down this word. And then when he comes to the end, he will simply say, that is all for now. So I ask you to please read Jeremiah chapter four. Read The prophecy on the blog, you will find the link below. Please always go back to the blog. I'm really not trying to generate traffic to the blog. I think it's essential and I think it's the right thing to do that when you hear something, always go and check out the source. Go and check out the source, not so that your heart can say, I don't like this or I believe her. Many people ask me, why are you saying this? Why did you say this and not this? And we really need to understand, brothers and sisters, how to separate the messenger from the one who has sent the message. Even Jesus had this problem. He was constantly saying, believe the words for what they are and believe in him who sent me. Jesus made it very clear that someone had sent him to do and say all that he was doing. But you could see the Pharisees and other people who were motivated by hatred, by doubts, or just by whatever other emotion they had constantly coming against him. Personally, I do not mind, in the least, being affiliated with these words, because I think it's quite clear that there's no way I can separate myself from this anyway. And I also think it's quite clear that I have crossed certain lines by saying certain things um, that I cannot uncross. I cannot go back and renege on the things that I have said, because I already said that whatever it is that the Lord gave me to say, I will say. And not only that, whatever he gives me to say, I believe. I believe wholeheartedly. So there are some topics on the master's voice where they're still being hotly debated, um, certain things, especially in the supernatural. But once God has said it to me and shown it to me in repeated visions, I believe it. So whatever impact is going to have on my daily life, uh, doing normal people things, I'll just deal with it. So happy Sunday to you all. This is the master's voice. The rest is just um, a little bit of my commentary that we should really cling to the Lord as our author, our defender, our father, and our best friend. Jesus is the answer to all questions, brothers and sisters. The secrets are in the word of God. You just have to know how to look. This is Celestial. This is the master's voice. Thank you for supporting the channel. Please subscribe. Share the videos with others. Share the blog posts with others. And if they don't believe you, that's absolutely okay. Time will prove and test all things. Goodbye.